Welcome everyone to Breaking Open the Word, the Sunday edition of the God Minute. I'm Father Michael, and I'm delighted that you're here. Beloved of God, on this past Wednesday, we opened the season of Lent. For the next six weeks, we will focus on the challenges and blessings that come from so great a season of repentance, sacrifice, and new beginnings. Today, on the liturgical calendar of the church, we celebrate the very first Sunday of Lent. The gospel that's chosen for us today is taken from uh, the Gospel of Luke, chapter 4, verses 1 through 13. As always, let's just take a moment to kind of quiet ourselves, place our hearts in the presence of the Lord as we listen to this passage of sacred scripture that he's chosen for us today. Filled with the Holy Spirit, Jesus returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the desert. He was there for 40 days and 40 nights to be tempted by the devil. He ate nothing during those days, and when they were over, he was hungry. The devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, command this stone to become bread. Jesus answered him, It is written, One does not live on bread alone. Then he took him up and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a single instant. The devil said, I shall give to you all this power and their glory, for it has been handed over to me, and I may give it to whomever I wish. All this will be yours if you worship me. Jesus said to him in reply, It is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him alone shall you serve. Then he led him to Jerusalem, made him stand on the parapet of the temple, and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down from here, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you to guard you, and with their hands they will support you, lest you dash your foot against a stone. Jesus said to him in reply, It also says, You shall not put the Lord your God to the test. When the devil had finished every temptation, he departed from him for a time. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. A woman had bought a new dress, which was very expensive. Her husband asked her why she had been so extravagant. She replied, the devil made me do it. Well, the husband asked, why didn't you just say, get behind me, Satan? I did, she explained. But he said it looks as good in the back as it did in the front, so I bought it. I love that. <laughs> you know, brothers and sisters, in the gospel today, Jesus is preparing for his public ministry and will include his passion and death, this ministry. 
In his desert experience, Jesus is tempted by the evil one. And yet because of his sacrifice, because of his focus on doing what is right, because of his desire to do God's will alone, he remains free from the cunning and trap of Satan. Can you believe it? Even Jesus isn't safe from the cunning of Satan. Even Jesus is a target for the evil one who comes to Jesus to try and trap him when Jesus is in his most vulnerable state. Yet Jesus is able to fight back and not allow the temptations of Satan to keep him from the blessings of his 40 days and 40 nights in the desert. It seems to me that this specific passage of Jesus's desert experience, if you will, was meant directly for each one of us. Moreover, it's the perfect passage for us to hear as we begin our Lenten journey. You see, I think that Lent is our 40 days and 40 nights of preparation for our public ministry, our public life. It starts with our public witness of wearing ashes on our forehead in the form of a cross to not only witness to our willingness to participate in a penitential time, but also our acknowledgement that we're sinners and we need these 40 days and 40 nights to refine our hearts and gain the strength necessary to fight off the temptations of Satan. I think that for some people, they see Lent as either uh, an annoyance of duties and obligations that will require some major discipline in their life, or they see Lent as something that will require an additional trip or two to the confessional because they just don't have the willpower. Now, don't get me wrong. There are those who are infamous for their Lenten journey. I mean, they perform beautifully. These are the individuals who go above and beyond what the church requires. These are the people who put so many restrictions on themselves that even the people around them are made to feel guilty for even thinking about meat on those days of abstinence. These are the people that lose weight, that stop smoking, that stop gambling. Look, temptation has been a part of our lives from the beginning. You remember the whole Adam and Eve scenario, right? I don't think Lent is supposed to be about our willpower and how much we can suffer to show God how much we love him. I think this journey is way more important. Besides, God already knows that we love him and he loves us. In fact, recall with me that he sent his son to make that one perfect sacrifice to suffer and die for all of us perfectly so that we wouldn't have to repeat the same thing over and over again. He understands how weak we can be. Forget 40 days and 40 nights in the desert. We can't even refuse the temptation of a slice of chocolate cake for 40 seconds. <laughs> Brothers and sisters, Lent is our 
desert experience. It is our preparation for our public ministry or our public life in being the best you and the best me that we can be as people of faith. In these 40 days of Lent, what we really want to accomplish is our ability to love God so much that we are no longer so weak. We can't fend off the traps and cunnings of Satan. Let's face it, it wouldn't, wouldn't we all be happier with, God, with doing God's will and seeing the great benefits and blessings God has in store for us for doing his will, rather than just giving in to every temptation that blows our way? By no means am I saying we shouldn't follow the rules and regulations of Lent to pray, fast, and give alms. By no means would I want you to stay away from those extra practices that may assist you on the journey. But I am saying it's time we understand the real reason we have this beautiful, brief time to grow in our love of God, our love of others, and our love of self. You know, we've weathered the storms of the last few years. Many of us have not escaped the effects of a global pandemic and still struggle to understand all its implications. All of us are now caught up in the dis-ease of war in our world. God needs our hearts and our hands and our voices to be his presence in the world now, today. Let us wholeheartedly enter into the desert experience of Lent. Let us be people who are focused and determined to be just a little better than we are or than we've been. Let's be people of mercy and compassion by our prayer and sacrifice. Let us show in a very public way our love of God and our neighbor. Let's do simple acts of kindness to restore people's faith and hope in the goodness of humanity. Above all, let us come to know and experience God's love in such a way that nothing nor no one can interfere with our mission to be God's presence in the world and to live the values of the gospel in our daily lives. Truly then, the new life that comes with Easter will be ours in abundance. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Take good care of yourself and one another, and we'll see you tomorrow.